0: Gather, gather near, the doctor's in the house. So. They- Call Call
1: hey, ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. Here's Doctor Ron here, host of Doctor Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Uh, geez now in our sixth season and uh, as you know uh, we are in the top 50 of Dr. podcasts on the web you can see that at feedspot.com Dr. Podcast so thank you everyone for the who has made that possible uh, I do have an attitude of gratitude about that this program contains general medical information the medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such you are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician and as i've been telling you uh, gratitude is and happiness are a lifestyle and grateful people are happier, less depressed, less stressed, more satisfied with their lives and social relationships. And it helps us to get through the day. helps us to get through our life and keeps us sane. Happy 4th of July weekend, everybody. I was going to have a, a surprise for you today. I'm I was speaking to a first-year medical student in Spain. And I'm just impressed by his education there. Um, After completing one year of uh, work, I I dare to say he uh, is more knowledgeable than most physicians out there. Uh, I mentioned graphene oxide to him. How many of you know what graphene oxide is? Well, we'll get into that a little bit today, but a lot on Tuesday. He knew about it. He knew about the statistics for uh, the vaccines and whatever, just all-around knowledge. Uh, very impressed with it, by the young man. And uh, we'll try to have him on Tuesday. He will work out that time difference between here and Spain. And if you speak Spanish, he, he will be speaking in English and Spanish. I also want to thank those of you who have sent questions in for Dr. Wong. Uh, he's... We will have a program just answering your questions. So, uh, there have been questions about the zeolite and the zymescence and, um, and the ivermectin, uh, but we will, we'll have another program, just a question and answer session with Dr. Wong and Dr. Ron. well, I think uh, what I've been telling you is it really coming to pass right now. You know, we are being used and abused, schooled, and fooled. And it's happened through this whole scam-planned-demic. And you know it. But you know, before I get into that, because it gets my blood pressure going, let me just talk to you about the second brain for for a a second. You know, you do have a second brain; it's your gut. And you know, there are some of you that are still taking your baby aspirin every day, diligently trying to prevent a stroke. And definitely, a stroke is should get your should get everybody's attention. And be, they, I know you're not only taking aspirin, but you're also taking blood thinners. And for some reason, you're still still taking statin drugs. <clears throat> but you know what may not be enough? Because we have ignored the gut. You may think your brain is in charge. But emerging science is showing that our bodies have that second brain. And it commands digestion, metabolism, mood, memory, and your immune system, and much more. That's your gut. Your microbiome, really critical. A new study is showing how your gut bugs, your microbiome, can influence how severe a stroke is. And how well you might bounce back after a stroke. I'm talking about the damage that occurs from a stroke, the motor dysfunction, the cognitive defects, balance and so forth. And they've measured excesses amount of a gut byproduct called TMAO. Now some some physicians and some so-called experts will tell you the only way to lower that is a cut down on the your consumption of red meat and eggs. But you know what? Research will show you also that vegans and vegetarians are more susceptible to brain bleeds than meat eaters. So what else should you do? That's something else that will improve your gut health on the whole is probiotics. An animal study in 2018 found it can curb brain damage in stroke victims. An animal study showed that the good bugs can reduce those TMAO levels. Because that TMAO level is a product of the bad gut bugs, not the good ones. So supplementing with probiotics helps keep the population of those harmful bugs in check. And it also can regulate the enzyme that contributes to the formation of the TMAO. And you know what they do also, they can help food move quickly through your GI system. Okay, then there's less time for that TMAO to get into your bloodstream. So we don't have the exact combination. I'd give it give it to you today, but you know my favorites are spore biotics because they they can withstand the stomach acids because they're coated. And in order to keep that TMAO levels down, not only your sporebiotic or probiotic and prebiotics like kimchi and adequate amounts of fiber, you know, be careful of your vitamin D3 levels and resveratrol. Okay. So if you know someone that has had a stroke, you know, you might want to just get, give them a heads up on, on taking probiotics and making sure they have adequate B vitamins D three and reservatrol may help them recover more quickly. So uh, as you can tell, I'm a little raspy today because I went for my exercise walk this morning and it is quite humid here in Southwest Florida as we get ready for some kind of tropical storm or whatever, and uh, things are really blown away. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, just, just for your information there's a company out there that has given Dr. Ron unfiltered uncensored a webpage. It's called pod page, P O D P A G pod page.com. Dr. Ron unfiltered uncensored. They've been kind enough to list all of our 300 and some shows <clears throat> and with a little summary of the show. So uh, I want to thank pod page for that. Uh, and, uh, they have links to the apple podcast spotify google castro wherever wherever this show is uh is available so uh, you might want to check out pod page and thank you over there pod page i do appreciate that well does size matter well we've talked about it and uh don't we're not talking about that Sometimes we have to talk about the little things that really matter. And this, I just want to bring to your attention is about fluoride. We don't really think about it, right? But you know, we're finding out from different studies that fluoride levels four to five times lower than those found in pregnant women cause IQ loss for children and that older women in Florida data communities have a 50 percent higher risk of hip fractures so you know your doctor's going to do a dexa scan on you until you, you have to take calcium or vitamin D or whatever how many of them have ever told you you should cut down on your fluoride you have a 50 percent chance ladies of higher, Incidents of risk hip fractures. Now, there are different agencies suing the EPA for this, but you know, you know how the courts work. But there's some, been a landmark study just published confirming that very low levels of fluoride ex- exposure, fluoride exposure during pregnancy can impair the brain development of a child causing more damage than lead, mercury, or arsenic. Think about that. And they think it's even worse than they reported. So we're finding from this study additional evidence that fluoride is a developmental neurotoxicant And we have to, everybody has to get on the bandwagon and get rid of fluoride. And they studied pregnant women in San Francisco, California, they, and they studied participants across Canada and found their urinary fluoride levels were significantly higher than women in non fluoridated communities. and they found that these levels were linked to cognitive impairment in children. In other words, they weren't as smart. And guess what? This paper is part of the US environmental, the EPA agency's risk assessment methodology. And the authors used a one IQ point drop as the adverse effect, but it's dropping more than that. You know what 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 dropping one point on your IQ means? It means you have a reduced lifetime earning ability of about eighteen thousand dollars. You have billions of dollars of earning ability lost each year. And you know, 72% of the public drinking water systems in America are fluoridated, and millions of pregnant women are being exposed. So this study is, is being submitted to the courts, of course and uh, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens with that so i just want to bring that to your attention and this that little thing about fluoride okay it does it does matter we cannot trust these government agencies they are bought and sold they've instituted failed policies, especially with the fluoride. And now that they're testifying under oath, let's see what comes out. And under oath, they did find out that these fluorides increase the production of free radicals in the brain. You know what that means? An increased risk of Alzheimer's disease. because fluorides can interfere with the function of the brain and the body by direct and indirect means. So this, uh, hopefully they will report on this. And uh, the journal, uh, the JAMA Journal of the American Medical Association of Pediatrics, they actually had a study on fluoride now. And they, uh, their findings uh, also resulted in lowered IQ and increased diagnosis of ADHD. And guess what else? Thyroid impairment. Groundbreaking research. So it's time to protect our kids and our kids' brains from fluoride. There's a lot of evidence out there now that fluoride is toxic and and as I'm, I'm, looking at this, these, this evidence, I'm thinking of Dr. John Yamianos, who I actually met in the seventies. And I don't remember the article that he wrote at that time, but it was about toxic fluoride and he showed villages with high fluoride content, how the elderly here are so aged with broken bones. He short, he showed teeth that were just had a lot of fluorosis. They were brown and, and decaying. But nobody's paid attention. Nobody's paying attention. From womb to tomb, they say. Now, a study in Sweden found 50% higher rates of hip bone fractures in postmenopausal women in fluoridated areas, fluoridated drinking water areas. And just a general 10 to 20% higher rate of fractures of all types. Types commonly associated with osteoporosis. So is it really osteoporosis or is it the effect of fluoride weakening your bones? Is it making your bones less, less strong? And I'm just looking here. There's lots of other studies showing the same thing. Increased hip fractures. And then some doctors are using fluoride as a medication against osteoporosis. Well, thank God a lot of that has been abandoned. Do you know, if you sustain a hip fracture, you have a 30% Chance of dying the following year. And of those who survive a hip fracture, many do not regain their pre fracture level of function. About 50% will never be able to ambulate without assistance. And 25% will, will require long term care. So it's killing old people too. Who's talking about it? Well, we are here at Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. You know how much it costs on average to treat a hip fracture? Around forty grand, just in the first year. And it could be 5000 or more in subsequent years for the help needed. And guess who has the highest rate of hip fractures in the world? The good old USA, who spends the most money on medical care in the world, has the most hip fractures and the poorest medical outcomes in the world. I think we rank down there 30. So we're risking brain health and bone health with fluoride. And don't think the fluoridation lobby is going to uh, sit back and take this. They're going to fight this. They're going to gaslight public officials into believing that it's perfectly safe. So, so we have to tell our congressmen, check in the fluoride. And I, that's whether you're here in, in where, any place you live in this world that has fluoride supplements in the water. And you know the uh, the dental lobby here is also in bed with the fluoride people, and they're targeting cities. You know, you know, I've been seeing a lot of the, these buildings popping up, Delta Dental. Well, it turns out, according to this article, that they're working behind the scenes to pressure city council in Spokane, Washington, to pass a resolution to fluoridate the drinking water, it, despite the public voting three times to reject fluoridation. And you know, this is the CDC, the uh, money-making organization that makes money by buying and selling vaccines and has over 50 patents on vaccines. They have partnered with private industry using your and my tax dollars to develop new fluoridation products for rural water systems and private wells so they can get fluoride into every corner of the country. I guess big pharma is not... Satisfied enough, they're not making enough money. They want to have patience for life. You know, even the CDC and their screenings admit that 65% of American adolescents now have dental fluorosis. It's The discoloration is unattractive. The teeth are modeling. It was only 41 percent 10 years ago. So it's clear, right? Children are being overexposed. And their health and development are put in jeopardy. So keep your eyes out open for the fluoride action network. They're really on on top of this to end this. We got to turn this tide against fluoride you might want to look at uh, dr joe mercola's work on this he's he's actually m- uh, matching uh, uh, donations to the fluoride network i give him a lot of credit for that but again you know who's talking about it so fluoride i'm just looking back at the page and a couple people have asked me is is the COVID nineteen real stuff? We're going to talk about that Tuesday. Yeah, it's real, but is it really real? And is, is fluoride in drinking water? There's some in naturally in in certain wells throughout the uh, the world, but most of it is added as a byproduct from aluminum manufacturing. You have to filter it out or use reverse osmosis. It's a poison. They just couldn't get rid of it. So they put in the drinking water. And speaking about, we have a question here is COVID real? Let's talk about what was just released this past Friday, June. Uh, well, the, the last one I have uh, numbers for, June 18th. 387,087 total adverse events were reported to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, a, a, a uh, reporting system that is voluntary and probably captures only 1% to 10% of adverse events or deaths. Now, of those 387 plus 1,000, were deaths. That's an increase of 120 over last week. And there were 31,240 serious injury reports. That's up 1,369 from last week. So in the United States, there's 316.1 million COVID jabs given. And remember, my audience doesn't call them vaccines because there are no vaccines. They're biological experimental injections. Of the deaths reported, 23% occurred within 48 hours of vaccination, 16% occurred within 24 hours, and 38% in people who became ill within 48 hours of being jabbed. And God only knows why we're giving it to 12 to 17-year-olds who have a a good immune system. 11,584 events in in children. And sorry to say the most recent one that I, I read about is a 13 year old boy who died two days after receiving a Pfizer shot. A 15 year old died after receiving the Pfizer shot. So is that real? Well, definitely is real from the shot. 21% of deaths are related to cardiac disorders. And you know about kids getting myocarditis and pericarditis, who normally, you know, wouldn't have any problem even if they caught this COVID, the certificate of vaccination disease. And thousands got Bell's palsy. Hundreds got Guillain-Barre syndrome. 100,000 of anaphylaxis. And it goes on and on. So is is this vaccine safe and effective? Well, check it out. Check out my previous podcast. What a great job they did of of schooling us and fooling us. They started with a fake PCR test with cycle thresholds of 40, which guaranteed a 93% false positive. They partnered with Neil Ferguson and, and the Royal College in Great Britain, who is a disgraced modeler. He came up with that 2 million death figure. And guess what? Guess who they're using for the variant, the Delta variant. Their old buddy, Neil Ferguson, he'll give them any model they want. You think they want to try and lock us down again? You betcha they're using the same playbook. And what is disgusting as a physician is they did not allow, allow scientific dis- discussion of the products known to cure this virus, this virus that was made in communist China. This China virus, they did not let anybody talk about chlorine dioxide, about ivermectin, the, the the new penicillin, about hydroxychloroquine. They even went so far as to publish bogus studies in JAMA, bogus studies because they they, they never did uh, exist. They made up all the numbers, but you know these so called peer reviewed journal, they had to write a right of retraction, but they published the initial study that. that supposedly showed that hydroxychloroquine doesn't work.
0: How many hundreds
1: of thousands of lives could have been saved if phony Fauci had had given a thumbs up to hydroxychloroquine, to ivermectin, when used early, Dr. Zelenko in New York, almost a 100% survival rate doctors throughout the world, especially, now look at what's happened in India. You know, they're having great results with ivermectin. So if we could have treated these early cases with the drugs and supplements we know about, ivermectin, chlorine dioxide, hydroxychloroquine, vitamin D, magnesium, quercetin, excuse me, (coughs) would there have been a need for a vaccine? And why doesn't phony Fauci and the other bureaucratic physicians? Why do they discount our natural immunity? I can't answer that. But I have a good idea why they don't. But this ruling elites policies have cause damaging and destructive things in COVID. And we're, you know, we're discovering the Pinocchios, you know, how much they've been lying. You know, the truth is the opposite of a lie. If you don't realize that we are being gaslighted by every place you turn the papers, the TV, uh, and, and Fauci has, it probably has a PR person has them on all kinds of TV shows. And we did not realize that we had safe, effective, inexpensive and readily available medications that could be used both to treat and prevent this infection, but they were ruthlessly suppressed at every turn. Could it be that Fauci uh, didn't want to give up any of his uh, 2,500 patents and royalties? What's really behind this man? Maybe someday we'll find out why he wanted to destroy this country. I don't even want to get into phony Fauci's, you know, his history of never being right. Stealing research in his early days. Millions of people that I, that lost their jobs. Some I know personally lost their businesses. How about the kids that were forced to wear masks? Boy, I, why am I going off on this? I mean, that is criminal. Inhaling their own carbon dioxide and now a study out of Miami showed how many different germs in the masks. And then when we talk about graphene oxide, that graphene is in these masks and you inhale it and it can cause pneumonia. Oh, by the way, you get, a, you get a, admitted to the hospital and you, you're diagnosed with COVID. That's an extra 19,000 for the hospital put you on a ventilator with a 90% chance you're going to die, but they get an extra 39,000. How about the suicides, depression, drug addictions, alcoholism? Uh, Anybody talking about how that all skyrocketed? This lockdown, keep people inside fearful, not getting any vitamin D, no sunshine, no socializing. Wearing masks that have microplastics and graphene oxide in them. Being censored by Zuckerberg and Google and everything else just because they have an agenda to to, to be, to have a technocracy so they can rule everything. And this phony Fauci's uh, grandfather medical expert look. People trusted him, but I think now they know what a flip-flopper and liar he has been. And you know what? And I said before, he used faulty computer modeling. He's using it again. And he'll change his position again. And he funded the gain of function research. Maybe not directly but indirectly. That'll come out. And Senator Rand Paul, God bless him. He's 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 on this track. And he said something that I, I can't believe he said it. He quote, Fauci could be culpable for the entire pandemic, unquote. So did they did, did Fauci and and the Cabal do this? just sell vaccines because Pfizer and Moderna are are making billions. And they're going to make billions more if if they get approval for uh, booster shots. And remember, you are getting an experimental injection never before used in humans. And when this type of Injection was used in animals. and The animals were exposed to the real virus. They all died. They were ferrets. I hope that doesn't happen in human beings. But boy, it sure has me worried because we don't know. We are, anybody that has got, that has received a shot is part of the experiment. And I go back to saying again, we had treatment, safe and effective treatment that would have allowed infected to be treated at home. We didn't do it. It was demonized. I have a friend in Pennsylvania. He said if he wrote hydroxychloroquine, the pharmacist was obliged to report him to the attorney general. Now, is this politics or is this medicine? It's politics. boy, how did I get off on that? Anyway, that's, uh, that's phony Fauci and, uh, you know, everything has been, uh, everything was done, I think, to, to get this vaccine into people's arms. Now the European union has a database too, just so you know, and they report, uh, adverse drug reactions to the shots and that what they, their, their agency is called Eurovigilance. They've reported 1,509,266 injuries, including 15,472 deaths as of June 19th. So all these talking heads uh, that know nothing on television, safe and effective, don't, don't worry about it. And that's only from the 27 countries of the EU. Half of those reported injuries, 700 plus thousand were listed as serious. So if you want to keep uh, participating in this unprecedented health experiment, go ahead. I will tell you though, if you're injured in the United States, you have no recourse. The drug companies were given complete immunity for any death or injury. So they set up a Countermeasures Injury Compensation Act. The most you could recover is $370,000 for death. They're only covering lost wages and unpaid medical bills. They cannot be appealed, and you have to use your private insurance first. Morgan and Morgan can't do anything for you. There's a law firm in uh, Texas, Maglio, Christopher and Toll. They, They are giants in litigating vaccine injury claims. They concluded that there's nothing they can do to significantly assist you if you're injured by this experimental shot. Don't you feel good now? nothing you can do. Can't go to the vaccine injury court. They're not handling this. They paid out billions of dollars for vaccine injuries, but you can't get paid for uh, the COVID jab. You know know who's paying for that in the United States? We are, are the taxpayers pay for this vaccine court not the drug companies, not big pharma. No, they just keep you know, buying their multi-billion dollar uh, mansions. They, probably, they don't know how fast to spend the money they're making. And where's the transparency? We've been saying that from the beginning, right? So it looks like if you're injured by the COVID shot, you got to go to GoFundMe. Good luck. And there's case upon case of people that got have gotten the second shot and have fallen over. And guess what? You know, in the, in the United States here, we're, we're not even taking a, uh, and reporting on people unless they are in the hospital or die as a vaccine reaction. So if you get a re, you get Guillain-Barre syndrome or Bell's palsy or get myocarditis, and you're in, you end up with a weak heart for the rest of your life, you're not a, you're not considered a vaccine injury. If you get rashes, fevers, not not an injury. And I don't know what happens if you're injured and you're from a vaccine or not. This is not a vaccine. This is a jab. If, if your work, uh, requires it. I've been told it's not the kind of injury that's recognized under workers compensation. So if you have a debilitating injury, because your boss said, you gotta get this shot. I think you're out of luck. I don't know for sure. My opinion. All right. Now, just to, just to wet your appetite. You know this uh the shot from Moderna or Pfizer. They had a coat this mRNA with lipid nanoparticles and we know this coating had many uh envelopes some HIV and other agents like PEG polyethylene glycol, so it can pen- help it penetrate the cell to deliver the mRNA, which is quite fragile. But it, this coating goes right through the cell. It turns out, in a from an organization called La Quinta Columna, this this team of scientists showed photos of analysis they carried out by optical transmission electron microscopy. Guess what? The COVID vaccines contain considerable dosing of graphene oxide nanoparticles. The flu vaccine contained nanoparticles of graphene oxide. If you want to look this up before our next show, G-R-A-P-H-E-N-E, graphene oxide. Also, nasal flu sprays contain graphene oxide, which is toxic on its own can generate blood clots it can generate blood coagulation it can alter your immune system it can cause a collapse of the immune system and a subsequent cytokine storm what do we hear about COVID patients in the hospital they had a cytokine storm if this accumulates in your lungs, it generates bilateral pneumonias. It'll give you a metallic taste in your mouth. Inhaled graphene oxide causes inflammation of the mucous membranes. And thus a loss of taste and a partial or total loss of smell. Sound familiar? And how about you, you? Have you heard about magnets sticking to, injected, jab to people? Graphene oxide acquires powerful magnetic properties inside an organism. No matter how it's administered. As soon as it gets some hydrogen, it becomes an antenna even. And it is influenced by 5G, a weaponized Wi-Fi. So certain frequencies oxidize this material in your body. And the one that does it the worst is that from the new emission bandwidth of 5G wireless technology. Remember I told you when where this all started in Northern Italy, that Huawei, Huawei was up there with Chinese, lots of Chinese installing 5G. I told you that they were near two airports Torino, Tor- Torin, and uh, Milan, Milan Airport, with lots of bioflu uh, biofuels and chemtrails over that area. And they were just the people in that area were just giving a new untried quadrivalent flu vaccine. You see where graphene oxide can fit into that? along with the glyphosate in the biofuels impairing the blood brain barrier and letting this stuff get into your brain, letting, uh, this MRNA have the cells in your brain make spike proteins. And that's why scientists other than the bureaucratic scientists like Fauci have warned against neurodegenerative brain diseases like Parkinson's disease, ALS multiple sclerosis. I have a question. Can this 5G influence our behavior? You know, some people become zombies after they get these jabs. You think the Wi-Fi has something to do with it? I mean, this? this we have to talk about this. Can it reset our brain cells? I don't know. You know. Some people think by getting the jab, you become a GMO organism. We do know that graphene by itself can lower your glutathione levels. That's your body's natural antioxidants. And you know, is is it, is it, is it odd that the FDA now is telling people and telling organizations not to sell N-acetylcysteine, NAC, you know what that is? That's a precursor to glutathione in your body. And, you know, glutathione has been used to treat COVID-19 disease patients. So, is, does this mean that, that this these vaccines are part of a bioterroristic injection? I don't know, but I have questions. So, that's my uh, take today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Tuesday, I hope to have the... A young man who just completed his first year of medical school in Madrid, his name is Antonio, and uh, hear his take on things, especially what's happening in Europe. Of course, he's bilingual, and uh, if uh, any of our Spanish listeners need uh, to him to speak in Spanish, that is not, not a, is a no-brainer. So do you see, ladies and gentlemen, we're not out of the woods yet. But I do know, please, you must continue to have a positive attitude. Uh, Continue your supplements, your vitamin D, your vitamin D3, your vitamin K2, magnesium, 75% of the world is, is deficient in magnesium, you need 400 milligrams a day. Let's, let's get that in our systems. Vitamin C vitamin A of course, zinc and quercetin, five hundred milligrams a day. For you, for those of our listeners that know about lysine, yeah, you know, that was used in the Dominican Republic to cure uh, COVID, thousand milligrams a day. And you can inhale low concentrations through a nebulizer of uh, hydrogen peroxide. you can take 20 drops of a diluted chlorine dioxide a couple times a day look up dr clacker i think it's k l a c k e r from germany you'll get all the information you need on chlorine dioxide so that's that's really what we're faced with we're faced with a heck of a dilemma Uh, but we have to keep ourselves strong because I think we're getting close to the truth. So ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for listening. This is Dr. Ron. And you know, we're here on Podbean. We love Podbean. Uh, We're on uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, iHeart, TuneIn, just about everything. And uh, my United States buddies, my armed forces buddies, happy 4th of July, and uh, we'll see you on Tuesday.